Chapters 26 through 30 of Ecclesiasticus, Dewey Reams Version. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 26 Happy is the husband of a good wife, for the number of his years is double. A virtuous woman rejoices her husband, and shall fulfill the years of his life in peace. A good wife is a good portion. She shall be given in the portion of them that fear God, to a man for his good deeds. Rich or poor, if his heart is good, his countenance shall be cheerful at all times. Of three things my heart hath been afraid, and at the fourth my face hath trembled. The accusation of a city and the gathering together of the people, and a false calumny are all more grievous than death. A jealous woman is the grief and mourning of the heart. With a jealous woman is a scourge of the tongue which communicateth with all. As a yoke of oxen that is moved to and fro, so also is a wicked woman. He that hath hold of her is as he that taketh hold of a scorpion. A drunken woman is a great wrath, and her reproach and shame shall not be hid. The fornication of a woman shall be known by the haughtiness of her eyes and by her eyelids. On a daughter that turneth not away herself, set a strict watch, lest finding an opportunity she abuse herself. Take heed of the impudence of her eyes, and wonder not if she slight thee. She will open her mouth as a thirsty traveler to the fountain, and will drink of every water near her, and will sit down by every hedge, and open her quiver against every arrow until she fail. The grace of a diligent woman shall delight her husband, and shall fat his bones. Her discipline is the gift of God. Such is a wise and silent woman. There is nothing so much worth as a well-instructed soul. A holy and shamefast woman is grace upon grace, and no price is worthy of a continent soul. As the sun, when it riseth to the world in the high places of God, so is the beauty of a good wife for the ornament of her house. As a lamp shining upon the holy candlestick, so is the beauty of the face in a ripe age. As golden pillars upon bases of silver, so are the firm feet upon the soles of a steady woman. As everlasting foundations upon a solid rock, so the commandments of God in the heart of a holy woman. As two things my heart is grieved, and a third bringeth anger upon me, a man of war fainting through poverty, and a man of sense despised. And he that passeth over from justice to sin, God hath prepared such an one for the sword. Two sorts of callings have appeared to me hard and dangerous. A merchant is hardly free from negligence, and a huckster shall not be justified from the sins of the lips. Chapter 27 through poverty many have sinned, and he that seeketh to be enriched turneth away his eye. As a stake sticketh fast in the midst of the joining of stones, so also in the midst of selling and buying sin shall stick fast. Sin shall be destroyed with the sinner, unless thou hold thyself diligent in the fear of the Lord. Thy house shall quickly be overthrown, as when one sifteth with a sieve, the dust will remain. So will the perplexity of a man in his thoughts. The furnish trieth the potter's vestal, and the trial of affliction just men. 
as the dressing of a tree showeth the fruit thereof, so a word out of the thought of the heart of man. Praise not a man before he speaketh, for this is the trial of men. If thou followest justice, thou shalt obtain her, and shalt put her on as a long robe of honor, and thou shalt dwell with her, and she shall protect thee for ever, and in the day of acknowledgment thou shalt find a strong foundation. Birds resort unto their like, so truth will remain to them that practice her. The lion always lieth in wait for prey, so do sins for them that work iniquities. A holy man continueth in wisdom as the sun, but a fool is changed as the moon. In the midst of the unwise, keep in the word till its time, but be continually among men that think. The discourse of sinners is hateful, and their laughter is at the pleasures of sin. The speech that sweareth much shall make the hair of the head stand upright, and its irreverence shall make one stop his ears. In the quarrels of the road is the shedding of blood, and their cursing is a grievous hearing. He that disclotheth the secrets of a friend loseth his credit, and shall never find a friend to his mind. Love thy neighbor, and be joined to him with fidelity. But if thou discover his sins, follow no more after him. For as a man that destroyeth his friend, so is he that destroyeth the friendship of his neighbor. And as one that letteth a bird go out of his hand, so hast thou let thy neighbor go, and thou shalt not get him again. Follow after him no more, for he is gone afar off. He is fled, as a roe escaped out of the snare, because his soul is wounded. Thou canst no more bind him up, and of a curse there is reconciliation. But to disclose the secrets of a friend leaveth no hope to an unhappy soul. He that winketh with the eye forgetteth wicked things, and no man will cast him off. But the sight of thy eyes he will sweeten his mouth, and will admire thy words. But at the last he will writhe his mouth, and on thy words he will lay a stumbling block. I have hated many things, but not like him, and the Lord will hate him. If one cast a stone on high, it will fall upon his own head, and the deceitful stroke will wound the deceitful. He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and he that setteth a stone for his neighbor shall stumble upon it, and he that layeth a snare for another shall perish in it. A mischievous counsel shall be rolled back upon the author, and he shall know from whence it cometh to him. Mockery and reproach are of the proud, and vengeance as a lion shall lie in wait for him. They shall perish in a snare that are delighted with the fall of the just, and sorrow shall consume them before they die. Anger and fury are both of them abominable, and the sinful man shall be subject to them. Chapter 28 He that seeketh to revenge himself shall find revenge from the Lord, and he will surely keep his sins in remembrance. Forgive thy neighbor if he hath hurt thee, and then shall thy sins be forgiven to thee when thou prayest. Man to man reserveth anger, and doth he seek remedy of God. He hath no mercy on a man like himself, and doth he entreat for his own sins. He that is but flesh nourisheth anger, and doth he ask forgiveness of God? Who shall obtain pardon for his sins? 
Remember thy last things, and let enmity cease, for corruption and death hang over in his commandments. Remember the fear of God, and be not angry with thy neighbor. Remember the covenant of the Most High, and overlook the ignorance of thy neighbor. Refrain from strife, and thou shalt diminish thy sins. For a passionate man enkindleth strife, and a sinful man will trouble his friends, and bring in debate in the midst of them that are at peace. For as the wood of the forest is, so the fire burneth, and as a man's strength is, so shall his anger be, and according to his riches he shall increase his anger. A hasty contention kindleth a fire, and a hasty quarrel sheddeth blood, and a tongue that beareth witness bringeth death. If thou blow the spark, it shall burn as a fire, and if thou spit upon it, it shall be quenched. Both come out of the mouth. The whisperer and the double tongue is accursed, for he hath troubled many that were at peace. The tongue of a third person hath disquieted many, and scattered them from nation to nation. It hath destroyed the strong cities of the rich, and hath overthrown the houses of great men. It hath cut in pieces the forces of people, and undone strong nations. The tongue of a third person hath cast out valiant women, and deprived them of their labors. He that hearkeneth to it shall never have rest, neither shall he have a friend in whom he may repose. The stroke of a whip maketh a blue mark, but the stroke of the tongue will break the bones. Many have fallen by the edge of the sword, but not so many have perished by their own tongue. Blessed is he that is defended from a wicked tongue, that hath not pressed into the wrath thereof, and that hath not drawn the yoke thereof, and hath not been bound in its bands. For its yoke is a yoke of iron, and its bands are bands of brass. The death thereof is a most evil death, and hell is preferable to it. Its countenance shall not be for a long time, but it shall possess the ways of the unjust, and the just shall not be burnt with its flame. They that forsake God shall fall into it, and it shall burn in them, and shall not be quenched, and it shall be sent upon them as a lion, and as a leopard it shall tear them. Hedge in thy ears with thorns, hear not a wicked tongue, and make doors and bars to thy mouth. Melt down thy gold and silver, and make a balance for thy words, and a just brittle for thy mouth. And take heed, lest thou slip with thy tongue, and fall in the sight of thy enemies, who lie in wait for thee, and thy fall be incurable unto death. Chapter 29 He that showeth mercy lendeth to his neighbor, and he that is stronger in hand keepeth the commandments. Lend to thy neighbor in the time of his need, and pay thou thy neighbor again in due time. Keep thy word, and deal faithfully with him, and thou shalt always find that which is necessary for thee. Many have looked upon a thing lent as a thing found, and have given trouble to them that helped them. Till they receive, they kiss the hands of the lender, and in promises they humble their voice. But when they should repay, they will ask time, and will return tedious and murmuring words, and will complain of the time. And if he be able to pay, he will stand off, he will scarce pay one half, and will count it as if he had found it. But if not, he will defraud him of his money, and he shall get him for an enemy without cause. 
and he will pay him with reproaches and curses, and instead of honor and good turn, will repay him injuries. Many have refused to lend, not out of wickedness, but they were afraid to be defrauded without cause. But yet, towards the poor, be thou more hearty, and delay not to show him mercy. Help the poor because of the commandment, and send him not away empty-handed because of his poverty. Lose thy money for thy brother and thy friend, and hide it not under a stone to be lost. Place thy treasure in the commandments of the Most High, and it shall bring thee more profit than gold. Shut up alms in the heart of the poor, and it shall obtain help for thee against all evil. Better than the shield of the mighty, and better than the spear. It shall fight for thee against thy enemy. A good man is surety for his neighbor, and he that has lost shame will leave him to himself. Forget not the kindness of thy surety, for he hath given his life for thee. The sinner and the unclean fleeth from his surety. A sinner attributeth to himself the goods of his surety, and he that is of an unthankful mind will leave him that delivered him. A man is surety for his neighbor, and when he hath lost all shame, he shall forsake him. Evil suretyship hath undone many of good estate, and hath tossed them as a wave of the sea. It hath made powerful men to go from place to place round about, and they have wandered in strange countries. A sinner that transgresseth the commandment of the Lord shall fall into an evil suretyship, and he that undertaketh many things shall fall into judgment. Recover thy neighbor according to thy power, and take heed to thyself that thou fall not. The chief thing for man's life is water and bread and clothing, and a house to cover shame. Better is the poor man's fare under a roof of boards than sumptuous cheer abroad in another man's house. Be contented with little instead of much, and thou shalt not hear the reproach of going abroad. It is a miserable life to go as a guest from house to house, for where a man is a stranger he shall not deal confidently nor open his mouth. He shall entertain and feed and give drink to the unthankful, and moreover he shall hear bitter words. Go, stranger, and furnish the table, and give others to eat what thou hast in thy hand. Give place to the honorable presence of my friends, for I want my house, my brother being to be lodged with me. These things are grievous to a man of understanding, the upbraiding of house-room and the reproaching of the lender. Chapter 30 He that loveth his son frequently chastiseth him, that he may rejoice in his latter end and not grope after the doors of his neighbors. He that instructeth his son shall be praised in him and shall glory in him in the midst of them of his household. He that teacheth his son maketh his enemies jealous, and in the midst of his friends he shall glory in him. His father is dead, and he is as if he were not dead, for he hath left one behind that is like himself. While he lived he saw and rejoiced in him, and when he died he was not sorrowful, neither was he confounded before his enemies. For he left behind him a defender of his house against his enemies, and one that will requite kindness to his friends. For the souls of his sons he shall bind up his wounds, and at every cry his bowels shall be troubled. A horse not broken becomes stubborn, and a child left to himself will become headstrong. Give thy son his way, and he shall make thee afraid. 
Play with him, and he shall make thee sorrowful. Laugh not with him, lest thou have sorrow, and at the last thy teeth be set on edge. Give him not liberty in his youth, and wink not at his devices. Bow down his neck while he is young, and beat his sides while he is a child, lest he grow stubborn, and regard thee not, and so be in sorrow of heart to thee. Instruct thy son, and labor about him, lest his lewd behavior be an offense to thee. Better is a poor man who is sound and strong of constitution than a rich man who is weak and afflicted with evils. Health of the soul in holiness of justice is better than all gold and silver, and a sound body than immense revenues. There is no riches above the riches of the health of the body, and there is no pleasure above the joy of the heart. Better is death than a bitter life, and an everlasting rest than continual sickness. Good things that are hidden in a mouth that is shut are as messes of meat set about a grave. What good shall an offering do to an idol? For it can neither eat nor smell. So is he that is persecuted by the Lord, bearing the reward of his iniquity. He seeth with his eyes, and groaneth as an eunuch embracing a virgin and sighing. Give not up thy soul to sadness, and afflict not thyself in thine own counsels. The joyfulness of the heart is the life of a man, and a never-failing treasure of holiness, and the joy of a man is length of life. Have pity on thy own soul, pleasing God, and contain thyself. Gather up thy heart in his holiness, and drive away sadness far from thee. For sadness hath killed many, and there is no profit in it. Envy and anger shorten a man's days, and pensiveness will bring old age before the time. A cheerful and good heart is always feasting, for his banquets are prepared with diligence. End of chapters 26 through 30